right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is... Middle Children. I mean... Wow, I really um wowzer. Uh, we get better every day is what it, what's We happening. really do. We get better literally every day. Speaking of every day, how fun was that live show? That live show was a fucking blast and a half. That live show gave me a feeling of life I haven't felt in months. I felt alive, some might say. Alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt it tingles. Um, I felt good. Yes. Yes, you did. I can hear Winnie. Do you hear what her? Is I was wondering over <laughs> there. <laughs> I really don't want to have to get up, but I closed the door for us to record. And now, of course, she's like, help, I'm captive. Help. Help, I'm captive. Wait, where is she being held captive? <laughs> In our room. I mean. In our room. I thought that she uh stayed in your room at all times. Well, she, yeah, so normally she's in here, but when I close the door, she's always like, what? Hey, wait a second. What if I wanted to look down the hall for a second? <laughs> I'm like, girl, what? Oh, she likes, we, so she likes the option to leave. She loves the option to leave. But she never takes uh, it. No, but so now she's just going to stare at the door. Come on over here instead, could you? Do her and the other cat speak yet? So, no, they, my mom thinks that she saw the other cat, the male cat, literally Mount Winnie last night. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we all sort of just, listen, they both been fixed. So See, that's the thing, though. My brother's dog does that to my dog every time they come here. And they're both girls, but that's just... How they say hello? It's how they, no, it's how they show <laughs> that they're boss. Oh shoot! It's a dominance thing. Well, he's trying to mount her. Then. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. And I said, "Girl, let him. Just let at him." At least one of us get something. <laughs> get it, girl. Do what you have to do. Yeah. You know. Totes. Okay, so it it I want before I we even say what time it is, I just want you to know, and you've already called it out before we started, but I am drinking a black cherry soda and eating salmon. What's going on, Jesse? <laughs> I know. It's ten thirty in the morning, and I actually think I'm going to say a statement that might drive the audience apart, as well as who knows what will happen. But I think there's two types of people. People who eat salmon at 10.30 in the morning and people who can't do that. See, I can do that. I eat... I, Thank you. I famously don't believe in breakfast food being breakfast time exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. I'll have a leftover piece of lasagna. I don't care. Yes, exactly. Food's food. Food is food. And, you know, as we were about to start, I was like, I simply can't i i might pass out so you heated up some salmon i didn't heat it up i'm eating it cold let me open the door for the captive princess in my room okay oh wait she stopped okay let's wow you guys this is really a journey (laughs) this is great content um but the live show was great we're gonna figure out how to do you know more yeah it was so much fun it was so much if you weren't there you missed Uh, a hell of a hallmark (laughs) 
You did. You really did. And you missed a, a hell of a moo-moo. And a hell of a makeup. I really, your eyes were stunning. Thank you. And the name of the Hallmark was um, Texas Hold'em. Oh no, Texas Hold Me. Hold Me. I am obsessed. Also, guys, we are starting yeah. to, hold on just one second. A little spider on my wall. We're, we're no. having a real time over here. <laughs> oh my God. We are going to flood the DMs of this woman who we think is a Hallmark movie producer. Yes, someone posted in the Facebook group. Again, if you're not in the Facebook group, what are you doing? It is lively. It is so lively. Someone posted, someone tweeted that she works at Hallmark, slide into her DMs. She needs like, what is it she needs? Well, she said if you're a published romance novelist, which... This is the thing. I was like, we need to apply like we're white, straight white men. Do you know what I'm saying? Because they wouldn't be like, we're not published romance novelists. They'd be like, we've written a letter. And so that's where I want our mindset. Well, we just need her to listen to the pod. And I think she would be like, wow. Those are some ideas. Yeah. (laughs) Those two got it. I don't know what it is, but they have it. It's it's an X factor. Exactly. And so that well, that's why we need her to listen, you know? But anywho, so Jesse, I think we should hop into our first segment. Hop, hop, hippity ho. It's time for I love that for you. I'm gonna start. Please. Because I'm gonna tell you what I'm loving. I think you already know. I am loving 90 day fiance. Before the 90 days, I cannot get enough. I bought it on Amazon. It cost $28 for the whole season because it kept on buffering. And I was a little drunk and I was like, this is so annoying. So I bought it on Amazon. Wow. And it has been worth every penny. Okay. Every penny. You guys, this show is just iconic. It is iconic. And don't you feel, I literally feel seen and heard. I feel seen and heard and I feel terrible for... I also feel terrible. Varia <laughs> storyline. How far are you in that now? I, Did you continue I'm, it? Sh- she was yelling at Mary. Yeah. What yeah. did you leave? Your panties? <laughs> it Guys, if you haven't seen it, 90 Day Fiance, I actually have never seen that part, but I only watched before the 90 days because it's about people who are like going to figure out if they're going to marry these people they've been talking to online. Which, by the way, during COVID, I'm like, am I literally living this? Not well, really. I literally text someone for two days. I'm like, I'll marry him. Here's <laughs> the thing about the 90 Day Fiance setup. There's always different kinds of couples. There's the couple that met online, have FaceTimed every day, that right. kind of shit. Then there's the kind where they've never actually seen that them. woman? Or spoken the to woman? them. There's a woman on it who is like his phone, his, um, well, his camera's broken. And you're like, oh, she no. Was, that storyline is heartbreaking. That's the heartbreaking one where you're like, oh, no. Thank God for her children. And, her, and the guy that she's seeing, like, is a sculpted, like, male model. And her children are like, this is stock images. We Google reversed. And she's like, they must have stole his images. Uh, yeah. Like, it's, you know, there is a fear. of everyone myself included of like am i delusional yeah you know like will i listen back to the beginning where i'm like we're gonna write a hallmark is that delusional i don't think so but the fear is what if i am and that woman is exactly my biggest fear 
Uh, yeah, that delusion of hers is, some might say, heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And I've heard myself sometimes. Have you ever, like, date or, you know, started dating someone? And I'll, like, say things like, well, you know, it's been five days since he's texted back. I'm like, he runs a lot. So, like, he could have oh, yeah, been done. on a run. Like, he must have been phone. on sh- the shower. I think he said he traveled. He could be international. And so... It could be that he's just overseas at this I moment. I think it's that his phone actually. He did mention um, that he dropped his phone on a bus. He dropped his phone. The, oh, that's got to be before, it. So he must have done that again. That has to be what it is because he really, I'm telling you, he really seemed interested. And when we ended, he said, like, maybe we can do this at another point yeah. you know that's the future yeah, or that's maybe it. even see you around and there was such a linger of hope and you know he asked for me to tell him if i got home safe and i did so that that's a request you know what i'm saying the fact he didn't respond he could have contracted chicken pox and as an adult that's gonna knock you out for 10 days i'll say yeah i mean and I, I, he doesn't want to get me sick so no and that's because he literally loves loves me me. and that's that's the fear i have that i'm like am i just delusional and this poor woman truly is and what about the guy in russia the guy oh my god the guy in russia or the ukraine okay the ukraine i'm not good with um uh but he so i love so there's this other guy I talked about this on Taylor Strecker on Tuesday. Oh. So actually, if you're listening, sorry to repeat this, but um, he goes to Russia four times or the Ukraine yeah. four times to meet this woman he's never met. And she doesn't show up because she's going to her nephew's hockey games. <laughs> yeah, she keeps standing him up, which a part of me, you know, I used to really pride myself when i had a job at a tech toy company factory place and i would come up with these excuses like why (laughs) i would like skip randomly and just not show up at work what were your excuses okay one time there was a flood like a pipe burst and so there was water everywhere my favorite was when i was robbed (laughs) you said that you were robbed yeah what did did. you say happened (laughs) i was like i'm sorry (laughs) I was like, because I was like, you can't keep saying food poisoning. You know what I mean? Whenever saying? anybody the tells me up. they have food poisoning, I'm like, okay, liar. <laughs> I know. Take a picture of the vomit and then I'll believe you. But yeah, so I think I said, I was like, sorry, <laughs> I was robbed this morning. And the police, I'm still filling out like paperwork. <laughs> like, that's what I said, which honestly, I was like, you're a genius. My go to lie is <laughs> the exterminator is coming. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta, I, I have, have to be, be home because the exterminator is coming. And people are like, yeah. for what? And I'm like, roaches. And then they're like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I actually woke up and one was in my bed. And they're like, oh my god, what? And I'm like, yeah. So that's why I. So can't it wouldn't make it wouldn't it be a good idea if I came. <laughs> yeah, it was just it wouldn't be smart for anyone. One time when I was and it was past it was an hour past when I should have been at work where I was like what am I doing so then I said I'm so sorry I passed out <laughs> in the subway underground I had no signal I also was unconscious so that's why I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you now Wait, the toy factory was in the city 
Yeah. Where? Downtown in like Soho. Oh my God. I thought this was like when you were living someplace else. No, this is in the city. I did it like when I was first doing, I think when I turned 26 and I got kicked off my parents' insurance. So you could have gone to like restaurants, anywhere really. And you said, I'm going to go work as a factory worker in Soho. Yeah. I, it had to do with health insurance. I didn't understand health insurance. So I was nannying at the time and then I was getting off my parents' health insurance and I obviously didn't make enough money to pay for health insurance and I didn't know about like Medicaid or Medicaid. I didn't know how to apply for any of that. So I I got a job with insurance. That's how I... Mm. So that's why I worked at a tech toy company and did that. Did you make friends there? I did have friends there, yeah. Well, that's nice. You know, it wasn't like I had good. Fr- I had a few friends there. One of them was literally eighteen. <laughs> See, that's she the was... thing about about yeah. that kind of work. When I was at the restaurant, this girl, her name yeah. was Tiger Lily. Okay, number one, obsessed. Um, and she was like so cool and fun, and we would like really hit it off. And yeah. she was literally like eighteen, and that's always frightening, you know, for everybody. And, and I was like, "Oh my god, you were literally born after September 11th." Yeah. Oh my god, you don't even know. Did you hear? <laughs> did you hear about it? Literally, she she would come because we did a lot of um a lot of lifting, a lot of like putting things in things a hundred times and she she would come with these nails that looked like kylie jenner like pointy seven inches long and our boss would always be like um i was gonna say to move those boxes but (laughs) (laughs) and i'd be like i'll do it i don't care i my fingers look like look terrible but she she was just so funny and you know still lived with her parents she was just like working yeah see i do miss that kind of lifestyle meeting people that you otherwise wouldn't but anyway jesse what are you loving well i am loving salmon in the morning but i I digress from that but that is something i'm loving there is something else that i'm loving i'm going to tell you about it right now me myself and i have decided that uh, ye with little faith (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> will uh, it's like uh, you know how i my sweet tooth is back let me put it that way the bitch is back mm. okay the bitch is back and i haven't had like you know because i'm on this organic kick with my mother mm-hmm. and so she was like let's get arctic zone which famously i've always been like are you talking about the shit frozen cardboard that you refer to as ice cream because i don't want to say i'm an ice cream snob i'm not familiar with arctic zone okay it okay so you can have the whole pint for like 160 calories oh you're talking like a halo top kind of situation yes but it is not ice cream it's not ice cream it's it's bad so i've never liked it because i'm like well why would i eat that if if I could have something that tasted like ice cream. But my mom was like, we're going to, I'm going to have in the house as an emergency. I'm like, okay. And guess who had an emergency? I was like, I need something sweet right now. So I had some Arctic whatever zone, but then I got coconut whipped cream. From where? That, where? You bought it? Uh, Yeah. It's like, instead of, cause I have dairy, we know this, a little bit of dairy issues. So like whipped cream, Normally, I'm okay, but I'm just saying that it's coconut, so it's really okay for my stomach. It's coconut milk whipped cream. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's not milk. And it is so good, Chris, that I can eat the Arctic Zone because it's like I'm so excited about the whipped cream. I kind of like save, put it around. And I used to always eat Arctic Zone in in the carton from the pint. And I've been putting it in a bowl. And the presentation of it, I just think I'm like, okay, guess what? I'm going to be thin soon. (laughs) See, I love that for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just want to, I want to keep a positive body image. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. So I don't want to say that I love that because I don't think, I think you're perfect the way you are. Oh my God. Thank you. And my second point, there's something about if I'm eating ice cream in a pint, I want it in the pint. I'm not trying to, that's the presentation I'm looking for. But you know what's interesting? Because now, don't get me wrong, Chris. Not only have I had pints, I've had like quarts. I mean, I, a pint is like a joke to me. I literally used to get this ice cream. My mouth is, I'm salivating, okay? I used to get this ice cream at my organic store. So famously, it's like $13. That's fine. Because it's like whatever, a little, it has, it's better for your lactose, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like n- not the pint, not this little circular pint. No, no. The bigger, the quart or whatever, it's mint chocolate chip, which is, that is me. Okay, that is who That's I am. That's me as well. Yeah, the entire quart is like 2,000 calories, something like that, okay? But I'd always be, <laughs> I'd always be like, it's fine, I'm just gonna have a little bit, you mm-hmm. know? But I would, all the problem with mint chocolate chip with me is I go, oh, I'm going to have this chip. And then another one appears and I go, now the problem is I see this chip and it's sort of sticking out. I don't, I don't want him to feel exposed. I understand that. It's like chocolate chip, chip cookie dough ice cream. Now, yes. here's the thing about so. it. I'm like, I don't like vanilla ice cream, but I want this cookie dough. So I'm just digging around and I'm finding it. But I just also thought, imagine this. Give it, give it. Mint ice cream. With- oh my God chocolate chip cookie dough i'm gonna say that we are gonna write for hallmark and also start an ice cream company instead of ben and jerry's it's chris and jesse's okay chris and jesse's mint mint <laughs> chocolate mint mint chocolate chip cookie dough mint ice cream yes or chocolate this is my thing i'm like why does it have to come in a vanilla why it's why no one likes the vanilla i do the same thing i literally flip that pint and i'm like where the hell is it and i i look i look i search i get all my cookie dough at the bottom of our pint will say you finished it and you're a winner or like you're beautiful and so was that pint or something like have that. another one <laughs> have another one you're done have another one we love you <laughs> yeah i also how do you feel about caramel caramel do you say caramel or i say caramel a- but Wow, wow, wow. That's just like where I'm from, I guess. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I feel about it? What do you mean? Yeah. Like, I love it. Like, if I can't get mint chocolate chip, I'm going the caramel route. Oh, see, if I, uh, for ice cream, I'm going chocolate if I can't get mint chocolate chip. Interesting. But I do love, like, Haagen Dazs chocolate chocolate chip, where it's chocolate ice cream with chocolate chips in it. Oh, my God. Now we're talking, honey. Now we're having a party. You know what I miss? Sorry. Guys, I don't know. I am hungry and I am eating salmon. But regardless of that, I also miss, and I will say the word miss. And, you know, I never like to hear it, but here it is. I miss sex, insomnia cookie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Of course I do. Um, but I miss chocolate chip cookies. I miss cookies like in New York. Whenever I went to my friend Claire's on the Upper West Side, she's buying insomnia. So you know we mm. were bitches or ordering cookies, and. There is a cookie you can get, which is a sandwich with icy in the middle, which literally drives you into a full sugar coma, which is obviously what I elected pretty much every time. But then also there's a place by me in Astoria called Chip and they don't deliver, Chris. Thank God. But also I would sometimes be like, I guess I'm going out literally robe on tits on the ground, dragging two avenues, Mm -hmm. (laughs) walking to this place, Chip, because I need these cookies and I need them. A minute ago. Do you know that when I used to work at the restaurant, we would have cookies and we would have to um like count them at the end of the day because they would come from the bakery of, uh like we I would have to order more for the next day, so I'd like count oh. them to see how many we would have. But if they yeah. broke or they didn't look right, then staff could have them. So if like <gasps> say a bartender who was a friend of mine was like having a bad day, I would like punch a cookie <gasps> Break and a then cookie. be like, "Looks oh. like the cookie was broken." And it really gets people's spirits back up. Honestly, that's like a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's when people are like, oh, this order's wrong at a restaurant. Everyone thinks that the waiter's like annoyed. No, the waiter's taking that in the back and the whole staff is eating it for the rest of the night, picking at it. Oh my God. So in a way, you're helping. We used to be like, can somebody feed. put in a mistake mac and cheese? Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. Or we'd be like, can somebody... I'm like, can somebody fuck up an order? I'm starving. I never knew this. And I did. I I was never a server. I worked as a hostess. That was like one and of my see, first jobs. And see, the hostesses jobs. never know either. And then I'll be like, if the yeah. hostess is in a bad mood, I'll be like, you know, there's a mac and cheese in the back. I can watch the door for a minute. And they would be like, oh my God. And then you run back. And also because the <gasps> restaurant I had, we had mac and cheese, which is it's famous for the mac and cheese. Okay. Yeah. And so it's a, a very delicious. And then we put Gouda on top and like burn it on oh. top. But people, we do it with bacon or without. And a lot of people would be like, this is bacon. And we'd be like, no, it doesn't. The Gouda is smoked. So people often think it tastes like bacon. Wow. And they'd be like, it's bacon. I'm positive. And we'd be like, it's not. But I'll, I'll take, take it. it back. And then we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is an inside look. I forget. You're like such a restaurant. Like, that is your back. Well, that's why I can't go to restaurants when a waiter Story. tells me something oh. i know a lie immediately and i know what actually is happening and uh you know the code and i'm like okay this person is either good at their lies or yeah they're bad at them but yeah i do know the that's, restaurants really uh, that's my plan b I, I can run the shit out of a restaurant so I love that. I will say if I ever go to like a live studio audience taping of a show, I can break down the seating system very quickly because mm. I did that at Letterman. That's like, I can tell, first of all, yeah, I can tell like the wording of things and then I can tell the way they're seating people, why they're doing that. Yeah. Once I went to a live taping of um, the Harry Connick Jr. show mm. and it was kind of awful, uh, but oh. he asked about he kept making jokes about my hair the whole time okay that's because it was blonde at the time and he would be like let's ask the guy that looks like a cauliflower in the back are you kidding me and then he was like how do your parents feel about that haircut okay literally (laughs) you were attacked and i would like answer and i'm like okay well at least i'm gonna be on tv 
I wasn't. They cut everything he said about my hair and everything I said back, probably because he looked like a dick. Yeah, he did look like a dick. And That's so mean. And then they were like, everybody look under your chairs. And it was a $50 no. gift card off of a security system. Oh, oh. And I was like, what? Yeah, what? Why? And did you, I hate when it's like you're supposed to freak out when you're like, I don't know who this artist is. What is this CD? I don't, and then there was a photographer there who was like very clearly out of her realm, didn't know what she was doing. And the whole time I was mm. like, why is this 18 year old photographer like, how did she get this job? And then I noticed he was like hugging her and it was his fucking daughter. Yeah. Okay. So it does add up. It does add up that if someone ever attacked something though, physical about me at a show, I would be like, I would probably start crying and then see how they feel. I was like, what is going on? Please. Yeah. Stop making fun of my hair. Harry Connick. Yeah. Jr. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm here supporting you, but I will wreck you, sir. Yeah. I will destroy That's what you. I would say anyway, what else are you loving? Chris? I'm loving the Dixie chicks new album. Oh, yeah, that is, you always have, you know, you love the Dixie Chicks and I do too. And they are amazing. I have to listen to their new stuff. When did it come out? A few weeks ago. The album is called Gaslighter. Oh, because let me tell you something. Natalie Maines, the lead singer, famously puts her heart and yeah. soul into everything. Oh, uh, they haven't had an album in 14 years. Uh, and she got divorced because her husband cheated on her. No, why would he do that? And so the whole album is about that. And it's so like, basically, it's like a phone call with your friend. Like the first song is Gaslighter and it's very clearly about him. We and know that. Yeah. She, like the lyrics are very, one of the songs is called Tights on My Boat. And it starts with like, I hope you die peacefully in your sleep. <laughs> it, it literally is, I hope you die peacefully in your sleep. Just kidding. I hope it hurts like you hurt me. <laughs> I hope that when you think of me, you can't breathe. And then she gets in. She's oh like, so tell your girlfriend that left her tights on my boat that she can have you now. And that's the whole thing is like she found out he was cheating on her because she found all these girls clothing on oh her my bow. And then in another song, she's like, remember, literally the lyrics are like, remember when you came up to me? at that show in Los Angeles and told me you were such a fan. And I said, ah, ha ha. Thank you so much. Just please don't sleep with my husband. And you laughed. <laughs> and it's like talking about how this girl, like she met her. And then another song, she's like, my husband's girlfriend's husband just called me. How messed up is that? I have to laugh. Only I'm not laughing. I'm crying. Like she tells the oh. whole story of the divorce. And then I was listening because the guy that produced it, Jack Antonoff, who also does like Gaga, Lana Del Rey, Ariana Grande. He like okay. very nebbish. Um, yeah. Hot. He like dated Lena Dunham for a while. Oh, okay. Oh, that yeah. guy. But okay. he also did that. And apparently they recorded the entire thing at Natalie Maine's like house in Hawaii. And so yeah. you can hear like the sounds of the ocean in some of the songs because it's just so gut-wrenching because she was so depressed, but it's so good. That is so sad. And I guarantee that if you buy a boat, it will hurt you in some way. It'll either financially wreck you or 
someone's getting killed on it owning or a boat someone's is cheating. just never if you own a boat that's the and then you buy the boat you're gonna get humbled the boat's job is to humble mm-hmm. you in some way so don't ever buy a boat and that's that's something from us to you yeah. to our children i think everyone agreed on middleton yeah. yes oh also jesse and the middletons you have yeah. to listen to juliana calm down is another song where it's just a, to their yeah. children and she's like juliana calm down and then they use like all these different female names but if you look it up it's like all the names of their kids names of like their female cousins their friends and every time they use a different female name but it's like basically being like calm down everything's gonna be okay but also stab him in the heart fucking stab him i this is what i needed today i needed to hear i mean you're gonna turn on gaslighter jesse and i am and i'm just gonna play the first five seconds of the song gaslighter I'm excited because I feel like it is. I also want to write a song that's like, I'll gut you like a fish. That's kind of what it is. (laughs) That's literally what she does. That's what she does. Here we go, you guys. I mean, can you even? Okay, you guys, this is a promise that we will do more virtual shows, obviously. But when we can do live shows on a stage, if you think we're not literally going to have choreographed dances to different Dixie Chicks and other powerful songs, you're absolutely bananas. We're going to hire a choreographer. We actually are going to hire a choreographer. We're both going to be probably bad at learning the dance. And that is the charm of us. But also, if we get out there and we nail that dance, you guys will lose <gasps> you be- it. You need to lose it for us. Because we'll actually probably I'll lose probably it. I'll probably be, be dead. Like, I know. I can't wait for that. I literally can't wait. I There is something so magical. And Chris, when we go shopping for the tour clothes, that's going to be the day. I can't wait. But what else are you loving, I literally can't wait. Okay, but what else am I loving? Thank you. Get me back on track. I got off track. I'm coming back on track. And now here I am by a track. Okay. (laughs) So what I'm loving, I I forget if I said this, but did I talk about fidget toys? I mean, you talk about them often. Okay, that's embarrassing. Um, (laughs) Forget I said that. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I'm loving. Now, this is different for me because famously, I am what I like to call a bold lip gal. Okay, that's who I am. I love a bold lip. Yes, we both had a boss that told me that um, only old women wear bold lips. And when she said that to me, I stared her back in the eyes and said, then I'm an old woman. Also, I, but I, I, I also, wear, I, if you're doing a lip, why is it not bold? That's how I feel. I know. But this woman literally just would always try to. I do to, purple lips. I do gray lips. I need you to, I always need your help a little sometimes with lips. You've helped me, but because I always did a red lip, I never went to a different color, Mm. you know, except for, oh my God, I'll never forget that shoot we did. Sorry. This is where you wore the green dress Mm. and the purple lip and I and the dark hair. And I really, I said to myself, I need to do, why am I not doing this? A purple lip is uh, really iconic. A dark purple lip. Bye. Or a light uh, a light purple lip with a dark purple liner. Come on. That's so it was truly stunning and rocked my world. I started wearing orange eyeshadows because 
of you. But anyhow, I digress. Um, because right now, I, you know, it's hard to wear a bold lip with a mask, if you will. I keep going. I love a bold lip. I love a stain. But I also feel like this is just going to ruin all mm -hmm. my masks and then maybe also the lip. So I've gone back to a good old familiar friend that I like to call chapstick because I don't know why, but my lips have been a little chapped. It's summer. Some would say it's summer. Jesse, why would you have Because you're not lips? drinking enough people, water. That's the only real reason for chapped lips is dehydration. Okay, so this is an attack, and I wasn't prepared for that. I am going to have a sip of water now to help us all. But the point is, I'm loving chapstick, Chris. Well, I obviously love that. Who doesn't like chapstick? What kind of a psychotic doesn't doesn't like chapstick? Except here's know, what I will actually. say. I wish I could go back in time and never start using it, because they say once you start, you can't stop. I think that's true with Burt's Bees. I famously slam Burt's Bees because I'm pretty sure that I don't it like Burt's Bees either. I think it makes your lips worse. When I tried it one time, I was like, I have to keep using it because it's literally ripping my lips apart. It's not soothing them at all. No, I don't. I like to feel a tingle. Give me a Blistex. Yeah, give me a, and also give me a rush of like moisture, energy, and suppleness. Even, and if you're taking that away, goodbye to you. Even a classic chapstick, I think, is better than a Burt's Bees. I am a hundred percent with you. I do not like Burt's Bees. I think it's like I think it's a scam. It is a fucking scam. You hear Sorry. that, Burt's Bees? You're a scam. Come at us unless you do want to sponsor we this podcast, love and Burt's then you know Bees. what. We do In love that case, it's the best stuff we've ever used. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. boy yeah. uh, Jesse, I think we should move on. Let's move the hell on. Guys, this week, instead of doing a middle child of the week, we want to just pay tribute to a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Our manager. Our manager, if you will. Jesse, do really? you want to do the big reveal? Our middle child of the week is Lauren Datz, who runs our Facebook group. First of all, she's the one who was like, you guys should have a Facebook group. And we were like, really? Like, why? And she helped us so much. I mean, that thing is like thriving because she's just so great and you know, whenever there's an issue, she reaches out. It's just a great way for us to know what's happening, to, to have our pulse, like, with you guys. I, we feel just so connected. She was pushing us to do the live show. I mean, she just is great for this community, for, for Middletons everywhere. We're thankful for her. She's a star. And honestly, I, I do consider her our manager. And for that in the sense that no one's ever believed in me to be my manager, it feels as though Same. someone finally has. And that's why we love you, Lauren. She also runs the we Facebook you, group, guys. So again, if you're not in that, get to it. Get to it. Get to and it. And with that, we are brought to... The Hallmark Movie Why don't you start? I'll start if I could. Ahem. <clears throat> Picture this. Cameras on. Cameras on. I am a high-powered chef. Oh, wow. I said it. Your girl wears white and a toque. Wow. Thank you. Thank but you. The white, a toque is very that weird dirty, hat. I'm, I would assume. Maybe. Sometimes. Well, I'm, that's, how I'm you know, that's how you know a, a hard-working chef. They have a dirty... A dirty white, white coat. Apron. 
white coat. Okay, great. So uh, then mine is semi-dirty, yes. I run the most popular restaurant in Manhattan. Wow. 11. Called mm-hmm. what? I was going to okay, say call- the actual one, but you make it up. <gasps> you say it. I think it's called um, 11 Madison Park. It's called 11 Madison Park, which is an address and doesn't have a ring to it. But that's okay because I make it have a ring to it. Because people are like, see you at 11. And people are like, at night? And they're like, no, like, the place. I also might have made that up. So 11 Madison Park might also be fictional. Okay, great. So you know what? It fits because this is fictional, the story. So great. I'm a chef and I'm like, you know, chopping, cooking, moving, doing. Uh, I'm doing great. Okay? Because I've got so much happening so i'm i'm working one night and they're like someone wants to talk to you and i'm like listen i am i can't i'm in the middle of a souffle it's dinner and they're like fucking dinner rush it's the dinner rush they're like you really need to come out now so i'm like (sighs) okay i come out i throw my little towel on i walk out there is a man wearing a fur coat wow he it's a red fur coat uh, i i see his boots they're blue snakeskin boots uh, okay and he is powerful and just stunning okay he's got a purple lip he's oh got God. great eye makeup i'm like who is this i sit down he's like hello it's obviously you um thank you if it wasn't i was gonna be really upset it would be devastating okay so you're like i'm Henry <sighs> Roseburg. Roseburg. Uh, I'm Henry Roseburg, and I am the head of the cooking network. <gasps> and I say, okay, hi, Henry. Do you like the food? I'm in the middle of, I'm literally in the middle of a souffle. And you're like, you're really going to want to hear this. And I'm like, <sighs> so you say, I'm the head of the cooking, you know, network. And I want to offer you a show. And I say, "Mm, interesting. Pitch me more. Um, And so you say, I want to offer you a show. Uh, You might, I'm sure my reputation precedes me. I developed Chopped. I developed Emeril Lagasse. Before me, he was just Stephen Lagasse. I had his name changed for Impact. I want to do a show about a high-powered chef who's female, mm-hmm. who uh, you live in a... <clears throat> oh. Excuse <clears throat> Sorry, the waitress. Wa- that yeah. was my hint to the waitress to bring more water. Oh, Lily, more water, please. Wow, you remember their names. Interesting. Of course. Um, so I like that. I like that. We'll have to film here. Can Can we make a mental note to film here? Sorry. Next thing we know, there's a there's a, a a woman to your left who's writing things down. I'm like, oh, okay, you got that's your assistant. This is um, my assistant, Chantel. Oh, hi, Chantel. How are you? Please don't speak to her. Oh. Right, I'm just kidding. I, I make jokes. Okay, before this, oh, okay. I was in comedy. So we want to do a show uh, about you. Here's the thing. Mm. Manhattan is done. Okay, it's over. What? New York City is O V E R over. Okay, uh, so I want to take you, this high-powered chef of Eleven Madison Park, and I'm gonna plop you down, okay, 
into this town. You're not going to believe this. What? There's this small town. It doesn't have a diner. What? There's no restaurants there, okay? They have to drive to other towns to go to restaurants or they have to cook for themselves. So I'm we're opening a diner, okay? And it's in a little place called Loyal. Ugh. Loyal, Maine. Okay. Oh my God. It's beautiful. It's overlooking a, a lake. Wow. So we are sending you, if you will, to Loyal, Maine to open a diner. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to think about this. I, I'm i not going to quit. Obviously, this is like the number one restaurant. I don't need to go in the middle of nowhere. The that pay seems- is $10 million. And the exposure is obviously... You can't come up with a number for that. <sighs> Maybe you didn't hear me. Uh, I invented Bobby Flay, Emeril Lagasse, Anthony Bourdain was a friend fine i'll do it okay i would like more enthusiasm but i'm here for that when the cameras turn on okay Okay, here's the thing um i'm assuming that you are what's the deal i know a lot of madison park does close for the holidays and today is what december the 4th so when are you closing up shop here uh the 14th Oh, wow. Early. Okay. Um, Amazing. Well, we need you in Maine on the 15th. You will be spending the holidays there. Uh, Okay, sure. Uh, Let me just think about it. I'll get back to you, okay? I'm in the middle of the dinner rush. I really would like an answer now. Oh, also, I should add one more thing. There's a slight twist. To what? There's going to be a second diner opening. What? Yeah, it's a competition. Wait, I'm not like the host? No, I'm or the host. Or a judge? Oh, you're... I meant... I'm the okay. host. Maybe you're not understanding. You're opening a diner. In the middle of nowhere. In the middle. I mean, there's a town there, okay? There's people. Of Loyal Maine, sure. There's people that will come. If not, we have people that get audience members to come in and try the food, okay? Okay. So I'm not worried about that. And then you'll be there's going to be another diner opening from another chef that I've handpicked who you will meet the day of filming. It's just the two of us? It's just the two of you. I mean, it's going to be a long show. You're both opening restaurants that so take some time. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, um, and the restaurant has to be open by Christmas Eve. So you actually only have about what? 10 days. Well, it's the, the structure is there. You just have to do everything else. Oh, my gosh. Come um, up with the menu. You know, hire some staff. Sure. Uh, $12 million. <sighs> Okay, one up two. Fine. Okay, fine. I'll take it. Okay, great. We'll see you on the 15th. Okay, great. So I'm like, I guess I'm doing this. I like get the restaurant so they're running itself. I pack my bags to head to Loyal, Maine in the middle of freaking nowhere. Okay. And why don't you take it over? So you're um, at the, you land at the airport in Loyal. Okay. Yeah, in Loyal. And that's when you spot, okay, you went to La Cordon Bleu. For your uh, culinary training. Absolutely. Okay. And so you see this guy. He was in your graduating class. He was, you used to hook up with him. 
Oh, God, help us all. But Jesse, things have changed a little. Um, okay. He's got to be. Hmm. I want to say he's six, 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 two. Maybe I, it couldn't be. He's six, two, I think, six, three. He's tipping six, three. He's tipping six, three. He has some scruff. It's not a full beard because he's oh, a professional I chef. Scruff. I love scruff. You know that. And the last you heard from him, he was moving to Chicago. He was opening a restaurant. He's very popular. Yeah. I thought he, he was in Chicago all this time. Yeah. He owns Buca de Peppo. Yeah. He owns Olive Gardens. He owns he's very oh. wealthy. Wow. Yes. And so you see him his name Kay. What is it? Daniel Oh Step Stephanopoulos. I love that. He's Greek. Daniel Stephanopoulos. And he's got that Greek skin tone too. Oh honey. Okay, we're talking all I mean, he looks like a Mediterranean oh. goddess. All right. And so you see him Gosh. and you're like, oh God. And he's like, oh, hey. I forgot my name. I don't think I gave it. Uh, uh, Zoe. Zoe. Oh my God. I love Zoe Madison. Zoe <sighs> Madison. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he's like, hey, Zoe. Zoe. And you're like, nobody's oh God, called Zoe. me Zoe in years. No and you turn around and you're like, oh my God, hey. <gasps> and so you're talking, talking, talking. Lo and behold, yeah. he's opening the other restaurant. Oh my God, he's my competition. He's your competition. And you say, so you guys get in a cab together. Okay, yeah. Just uh, out of- and you're in the back of the cab. It's 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 a, it's a small town. So we Tight. stay in an inn all together. That makes sense. Naturally, I have the master. Of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and my assistant has the next biggest room. And then you yeah. guys have... And then us. Have two rooms together in the attic it's the third floor oh Uh, wow do we have a jack and jill bathroom yes yes that you have to share love uh and so you say how are things with chriselle who was another (gasps) student you went to school with oh my god chriselle yes of course and they got married after of course of course uh and he says oh you didn't hear and you say no and he says chriselle left and you say for who? And for who? he says, for um well, you didn't hear Chriselle left. Well, no, I didn't hear. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I heard, I heard that you guys had gotten a boat. We did get a boat. Okay. Uh and then one day I found there was a chef's coat on the boat and the name on it was not mine. Oh my god, that is devastating. I'm she, so sorry. Do you remember do you remember uh Rick that we went to school with? Oh my god, Hickey Rick? Hickey Rick, she left me for Hickey Rick. Hickey Ricky, that's that's not good. Hickey you hooked up with Hickey Ricky too, didn't you? Well, I mean it was, you know, the nineties. I was having a good time. And by the nineties I mean two years ago. But the point is Hickey Ricky, yeah, I mean I got a few I you know I wanted to see if his name <laughs> held yeah. up you know once you got with Chriselle of course obviously. are you still dating that um Brazilian male model um you know no and I I'm gonna take responsibility we took a picture together and I sort of let the internet run wild with the idea that we were dating but he really was just a friend the whole time you know I've been really focused on my restaurant. And um, 
you know, just sort of like running that and, and getting that, that, you know, the number one restaurant and just new menus. And it's been really great and really busy. So. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's, I mean, it's not a boat, but I don't <sighs> believe in boats and that's a, that's a different story. Yeah, well, I another. don't believe in boats anymore either. <laughs> so they yeah. they giggle whatever they get to the yeah. thing i'm like finally you guys are here yeah uh here's the deal so the restaurant's mostly already set up inside i didn't trust either of your taste you do have complete control over the menu and that's what we're here okay. to focus on uh so why don't you guys get your beauty rest tomorrow the competition begins yeah um everybody come on down for a quick drink Ooh. And this is just to establish how beautiful the inn is. Yeah. <laughs> it's decorated for Christmas. I love that. It's lovely. Yeah. Do you want to take over? Okay, sure. So we come down. I've changed into what looks like a... Um, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this, but okay. It's it's kind of like um, the overall, but like a, a, a skirt, you know? It's like a, a jumper type thing. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm really into that. And I don't know why I consider that the most beautiful well, thing you have someone interesting can wear. Style. Thank you for that. So I'm wearing, you know, maybe it's, it's like a magenta purple and I have on a black shirt under it. It's and black tights. It's truly stunning. A little heel, you know, my hair oh. half pulled back and green yes. earrings and a very light makeup because you're a serious light. chef. Exactly. But I am stunning. Uh, but at the same time, I see Daniel and he is wearing, this is what I find very sexy in a man. He is wearing like a gray sort of like thick, chunky sweater. Oh. And it's like, I don't know why it like it truly gets it gets me. I I, that. Is the sexiest thing a man can wear for me. You give me a crew neck sweater any oh, day. Any, any day. Any day. Kiss me goodbye in your mind. You know what I mean? I love that. So he's wearing that with like a dark jean and like a belt. And the reason I like a belt is it emphasizes his great tush. You know, it's a good tush. Mm. <laughs> And the gray sweater. And he comes down. He's got that scruff. He's got green in his eyes. And and I go, oh, my God. We look like a truly stunning couple. Uh, but we're not a couple. We're just talking about, you know. But when life. you come down the stairs, I say, wow, you guys look like a fucking stunning couple. Yeah. And we're like, oh, what? Oh. That's and I, I turn to the producers and I'm like, can you imagine? <laughs> that would be some good TV. <laughs> yes. And that's when we meet our, quote, producers. So I get matched up with this, mm, this sort of uh, mm, sweet, mm. but like a nebbish featured uh. man. Now he is, you know, when I first see him, I'm like, all right, but he stands, Chris. What, is, he, is he like a five, five, nine, five, eight? He's a producer. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, that's the thing, but he stands, and I kid you not, he is a solid six. No, honestly, two six two a borderline three a producer. Okay, a nebbish this... producer that's six foot two inches tall. 
Yes, and one of his jokes is you could call me the slash lighting guy because he helps with lights sometimes because he's uh, so tall. He's a, he's a, he's a, uh, what do they call him? A, a gaff guy. He's a gaff guy. He could be a gaff guy. Those guys are always hot and strong. Anywho, so we joke nothing, about- Nothing grinds my gears. I mean, I, I get off on the gaff guy laughing at my jokes, you know? To yes. the point that they're like, can we reshoot? You could hear Michael laughing. Yeah, and I'm like, yes. And Michael, I am available after this shoot to hang out mm. if you want to keep going. So he tells me that he's my producer. He's so excited to work with me. He's worked on RuPaul's Drag Race. and Interesting. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> as well as... Um, uh, we're here, the gay documentary on We're HBO. Here, absolutely. So he's he's done that, and he says this is. But I'm actually have a passion for cooking. I'm really excited to be working on this. And I say, well, I'm thrilled to have you as my producer. And you say, but don't don't fall in love with me because that always happens. And he says, I couldn't. I'm I'm gay. I'm gay, and I go, oh. And listen, that's the kind of thing. I think Jesse and I both, in actuality, if we were on reality TV show where they do assign you a producer that I think is with you most of the time. Yeah. Jesse would requ- request a gay man. Yes, always. And I would request a woman for sure. That's exactly it. You you need to trust them with your whole heart. Well, that actually, sorry, this is a bit off topic, but when me and my friend used to serve together and we were the only yeah. two servers she would take the tables of gay men and I would take the tables of women because we would get like she would they would key 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 get a good yes. tip I would key 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 it's all a thing that's brilliant and I love that for us and for everyone out there you know mm. So, oh, but then I find out who Daniel's producer is. And Chris, it's this girl, this beautiful woman. Okay. Her name is No. Karen. Ugh. It's a Karen. Okay. And she's she's leggy. She's blonde. She's big titted and she's hot. Okay, and she's mm. laughing at no one's even telling a joke, and she's laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's her laugh, and it's annoying. He's and she's fawning all over him, and I'm like, whatever, whatever. Okay, yeah. this is this is what always happens. This is like, that looks just like Chriselle, okay, from school. Ironically, it's very ironic. And so there's a group of young people sitting at the table and they both of our producers tell us that you get to pick two servers for your restaurant. There's like eight people there. So both of you have to go through and pick. I obviously pick this hardworking Jewish gal and then a fabulous gay man Mm. as my two and Daniel chooses a straight guy and a gay guy, but he only works with men. And I find that interesting. So <laughs> you're like, okay, tomorrow you you open and you got to start decorating the restaurant because, uh, you know, in just three short days, you're going to be open. Tomorrow you need to lock your menu. Okay. And see, the thing is, it's one big restaurant. The, it's split down the middle. Okay. So yeah. half the restaurant is getting Zoe's menu and the other half is getting Daniel's. Daniel's. Yeah, that's smart. 
So we get there and, you know, I'm a little nervous. Okay. I went up against Daniel in college and I didn't win. I lost. So I'm like, oh my God. And that's also the day that him and Chriselle first hung out. That's right. So it's just all coming back to me. I'm not doing well. Luckily, um, my producer, who I love, whose name, by the way, is Ryan, is like, what's up, Sugar Cup? And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, (laughs) I love that you didn't say Buttercup. You said Sugar Cup. And he's like, I misspoke, but that will be my nickname for you now. And I go, okay, Sugar Cup it is. And he says, listen, I can tell you're nervous. And what I do when I'm nervous is I... I make something for someone else. This meal can't be for you. And this meal can't be to win. This meal has to be for someone else. Is there somebody that you care about? Is there a menu you could make for somebody that's coming? Do you have anyone coming? I'm like, I don't think anyone's coming. He's like, don't worry. When 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 you know, you'll know. Okay? I'm not worried. I'm like, okay. And then we see a glance. There's a glance that you do to Daniel. Yeah. And you say... Maybe I'll just do it for my mom or something. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you don't have to decide now. Remember, at some point later tonight, I'm like, okay. I look over at Daniel and I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, I hate her. Let me just focus. Okay. So my team, I'm like, don't worry, we're, we're going to figure it out. Let's have the restaurant look like this. We figure everything out that night. I'm so tired. You tell me that me and Daniel get to have dinner together just to relax, to get back on the same page. So we go to the inn and um, we start, you know, we start sitting down and laughing and catching up. And he, he goes to order and he's like, you know what I eat whenever I'm nervous. And I say, no, I don't remember. He said, you should. I, I ate it every time we were together in college. And I said, well, why were you nervous with, with me in college? He said, because mm. I liked you so much. I say, you what? I really was so into you. I just never thought that you felt the same way. What? Yeah. I, I was into you, but then you were with Chriselle. Well, I used to hit on you like all of the time. Was that hit? I just thought you were being funny. I thought I was being funny, but then when you didn't respond, I I guess I stopped being funny. Oh. That's so <laughs> <laughs> But that's why Wait. I ended up going out with Chriselle cuz Oh. She asked me to go. I said yes. Next thing you know, she's cheating on me with Hickey Ricky on a boat. Oh god, Hickey Ricky. And I say, wait, so your safe food is is spaghetti and meatballs? And he's like, yeah, that's that's what I eat whenever I get nervous. So I hope that, you know, it's probably not new to you that I'm going to have it now. And I'm like, that's really funny. And he's like, I'm assuming yours is salmon and asparagus. And I say, oh, my God, you remember that? And he says, yeah, you you always ate salmon. Even salmon, at on, an on- salmon on crout. That's how I... That's how I perfected the recipe. Yeah. And he said, you used to do that thing where you ate it at, you know, very early, ungodly hours that I thought was very odd. And I say, I don't think it's that odd. I think that some people just like protein in the morning. And and I don't know why we got to be exclusive about breakfast. And we laugh about that. And I go and I go, I got my menu. I got my menu. Okay. After dinner. I run to Ryan and I say, I'm making spaghetti and meatballs 
and I'm making uh, as an appetizer. I'm doing a. Uh, I'm doing a hash brown dish with eggs and bacon to yes. show my belief of foods being presented at any time. I love that. And exactly. he says, That's- with spaghetti and meatballs, that might be kind of weird. And you're like, well, I'm doing two different dishes. You don't know me. Uh, I'm also doing a salmon dish. They pair nicely together. And he's like, okay, that sounds great. Got it. And your dessert. And I say my famous souffle. Okay. And then I go to brush my teeth. And lo and behold, in the bathroom is Daniel. Because we have a Jack and Jill. And he's he's shirtless. (laughs) And he's shirtless. Wearing gray sweatpants that are sitting just right. (laughs) Oh, Okay. And, um, you know, we're both like, whoa, at first, I'm in a robe, you know, I'm not <laughs> expecting this. <laughs> and um, he's like, well, we come, you know, we can both brush our teeth at the same time. And, you know, we can't stop smiling is what's funny. And it's actually difficult to brush your teeth when you're smiling, but we can't See, stop. Some would, some would say it's actually that's the yeah. face you make when you brush your teeth, but. You smile when you brush your teeth? I guess. No, but smile. I smile like a little kid in fourth grade being told to smile. Well, that's a beautiful thing. We're la- we're smiling. We're laughing. We spit at the same time. There's such a moment there, Chris, where it's like I don't want to go back in my room, you know? Mm. Like I don't want to go back in my room. I don't want to. Go be alone. You're both using electric toothbrushes and then it stops, but you both hit it again. Yeah. To show that you want... To keep going. To keep going. Tomorrow's the big competition. Like, it's a lot of stress, you know? And And since it's the big competition, Henry's downstairs with the producers. They're getting ready for the next day. Henry is the... Yes. The, is host is me yes uh and all the other producers are like i have to go to bed i need my beauty sleep and ryan says i can stay <gasps> i can stay up and help and i'm gonna let you continue because i don't like doing my own part oh okay and you're like oh okay and he's like honestly it's kind of cold down here like we could go work in my room if you want. And, and you're I, like, don't be silly. I have the suite. And Let's I'm wearing my this room. red fur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wearing the red fur still. And you get in the room and um, Ryan's like, okay, why don't we get started? And he immediately drops every single piece of paper. Okay. Uh. Every single piece of paper. <laughs> And you're like, what a klutz. So you both go down to grab it and you bump heads. And this is also where we see that while Henry presents himself as strong and rude, he's actually a a nice... (laughs) (laughs) He's actually sweet and just... um, Guarded. Guarded and looking for... Don't we all just want to be in love? Uh, I'll speak for myself and say yes. So you so you collide heads and you're like, oh my God, what if I get a bump? He's like, don't worry, you won't. Um, oh my and God. Like, and he like rubs my forehead with his finger. He rubs your forehead with... The, and you know how close you have to be? And you know when he's looking at the spot and you're looking at his eyes and then he <laughs> looks at your eyes and it's like... <gasps> okay. 
And so then this is the moment that's really honestly chilling because, again, we must remember that Ryan is 6263. Six, okay. Oh my God. So he, <laughs> so he's like, I can kiss it to make it feel better. And I say, (laughs) 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 and you're like, okay, okay. So because he is like literally his mouth is sort of at your forehead because he is six, two, six, three. He kisses it. But then Chris, he holds that kiss and then slowly you look up and he looks down, which means that the lips actually start to come towards each other. You know, and this then... has really happened to me before. What? He never talked to me again the day after. We got in a big fight because he told me he wanted to have sex with other people um, immediately thereafter. But that that's how it started. <gasps> a forehead kiss? Started with a forehead kiss and then there was an eye gaze and then a real kiss. And then he said, this is a mistake. And then... <laughs> oh my god but there was about 30 seconds where i really lived my fantasy if a man ever forehead kisses me into a full kiss i will be pregnant i that is well that's I, why i was so some might hurt. say angry later on in the evening when he was making oh. out with someone else Okay, I hate this man and I will kill him for you. I'll gut him like a fish or whatever it is the Dixie chick said. Well, I did punch him in the back, so... Good, he got what he deserved. That's... Yeah. Anyway, I'm upset. Get back to the fantasy. (laughs) Anyhow, so we kiss... And then you guys start kissing, okay? And, Mm. you know, we cut to the paper on the floor and then we cut to the morning where the paper is organized and you both are waking up, Okay. And you're like, big day. He's like, big day. And he kisses you on the forehead and he says, looks good. The medicine must have worked. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) you both start getting dressed. And it's the big day of the competition. Do you want to take over? It is the big day of the competition. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So we are in the kitchen. You're making spaghetti and meatballs. You look over. Yeah. And... Daniel yeah, seems to be making meatballs as well. What? And you say, Daniel, what are you making? And he says, I'm making my comfort food. And you say, this is my comfort food. And he was like, well, it's my comfort food because it's your comfort food. And there's like a moment and then you're like, I'm still going to kick your ass. And he's like, I like that game on. So yeah. you guys compete, 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 compete. Uh, we're serving the dishes. Okay. You do a spaghetti. You do a pepperdelli with meatballs. You, 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 you spice things up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the guests are reviewing. I, the host, I'm like, these are both so good. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm like, these are so good. And they're like, this is so hard to tell because you're like i made my famous sauce and that's a winner and he says i made my famous sauce and that's a winner and you guys are going back and forth and the host me i'm like okay literally it's a tie we don't know what to do and you guys are like a tie and you both taste each other's sauce and you're like these taste exactly this is my sauce and he says this is mine and you're like wait what why do these sauces taste exactly the same why and that's when I say, maybe it's because I combined them. 
and you guys go what yeah what why did you combine them i'm like because this isn't a show about opening a diner this is a show about rekindling romance oh my god and you both say oh my god and i say yeah the cameras have been rolling the whole time. Like, we've been filming you the whole time. We've been filming you since you were at 11 Madison Park. And you're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, did you have a new manager start about two weeks ago? Uh, two weeks before I came in? <gasps> a blonde, perhaps? And then the blonde that goes, <laughs> goes Karen! Goes, hi. Karen. Karen Mason, producer. <sighs> And he, and you go, what the fuck? She did, so you had one, whatever. It's a long story. Um, wow. How how we made that happen. It was TV magic, some might say. It was uh, TV magic this whole time. And you say, but I never even talked about him. And then that's when. We roll the clip. That's when Chriselle comes out. And she oh. says, I know this is a surprise. And he goes, Chriselle, what are you doing here? And she's like. Yeah, I cheated on you and it was really bad, but I knew that you always were in love with her. And I I needed to get you two together before it was too late. Too late. And you go, Chriselle, you look great. She looks good. Yeah, yeah she looks um, good. And so you guys look at each other and you're like, this is crazy. And then I say, no, what's crazy is I didn't mix the sauces you both <gasps> just made the exact same. Okay. This is the best twist uh, I've ever heard. So, and we watch, you know how producers do confessionals with us? Yes. So they start playing these tapes, which is confessional. So I see Daniel and like Karen, his producer asked him like, well, what do you think of Zoe? And like the clip is he's like, Oh, I love Zoe. I've always loved Zoe. You know, she's so talented and and powerful and beautiful. And, you know, I just feel lucky that we're able to kind of connect again. And it's like, oh, and then it shows my clip where Ryan, my producer, is like, so what do you think of Daniel? And I'm like, I mean, Daniel's the best. Like, he's just the best. And I've missed him. I, I didn't even realize how much, you know, I just feel really safe and good with him and he looks so, good and he looks good you don't use this i say don't use this and they're like we won't and then i'm like okay but you did use it <laughs> and then it cuts back the 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 restaurant goers are cheering <gasps> cheering and romeo take me somewhere, somewhere we, we can, can, be, can be alone i'll be, be waiting for you much you know. have to do is run i'll this be the prince and you'll be, be the princess in the love story, story baby, baby just say, say yes. yes and then <gasps> mistletoe lowers wow and you guys kiss okay and we have to it's a big man magical kiss blah 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 <gasps> the mistletoe is there and uh ryan kisses me and i'm like we can't do this and he's like this show's over and i'm like okay uh yeah and so then we come back and it's like we're cleaning up from everything right when who yeah, knows yeah, yeah. what happens next and you say to me so what happens next i'm like oh i don't know that yeah. was the end of the show 
And you're like, so, and I'm like, I'll still, we're still paying you. So it was fun. Right. And you're like, yeah, it was fun. And he's like, yeah, it was fun. Uh, and then you're like, so it was all just for the show. And I was like, yeah. And then I turn around and you're like, okay. And you look disappointed. And then he says, it wasn't just the show for me. Yeah. And then he kisses you even more passionately. Oh. And he says, do you think 11 Madison will be okay for a few more weeks? And you say, and he's like, I still have that boat and I would love to take you down the coast. And you say a boat and he's like, I'm kidding. I will take you to a beautiful resort and all inclusive. Okay. God bless. And you say, thank God. And so then, you know, you guys walk off hand in hand in the snow in the beautiful snow absolutely together and then the snow is falling down and comes up and then all of a sudden we go to it's um cheese brie falling on a beautiful uh medley of food okay it goes to be served we reveal you are being served who is sitting with ryan in the middle of you two it's one year later is a poodle on your right and a baby on your left wow okay you're married and you have a family and you're happy you're in a red fur and ryan is in a He's actually just dressed normally, but and he is- I, he's in a tuxedo. And I <gasps> say, and I say, wow, this food is so good. My compliments to the chef. And I stand up with a toast glass and you are standing there in a bridal gown. And it is revealed that we are at your and Daniel's wedding. Oh, and the song starts playing again and you guys slow dance and we slow dance and that oh is the God. end of the film. And it's called Cooking Up Love? Yeah. Stirring Up Love. Stirring Up Love. Cause I love that. Wow, that was... That was so good. <laughs> that was I really- love that twist. That was so good. That was really good. I am obsessed with that. Same. But you know what else I'm obsessed with, Jesse? Give it to me straight. The people that do reviews. Yes. Which brings us to... Praise to the praises, yeah. This person, their name is Jill. They gave us five stars. Okay? 10 out of 10 would recommend... Wow. Started listening last week and haven't stopped. I had surgery this week and I was in the hospital solo thanks to COVID. Oh. But you two kept me laughing before the drugs kicked in. Keep it up. Jill, you're the kind of person that sits in a hospital and listens to podcasts and writes <laughs> yeah. reviews while you do it. You're the type of person that's strong enough to be in that hospital by yourself and still keep a smile on your face. Oh, my God. The nurses are fighting to be with you, Jill. They're like, I want to be with her. She's the best. She's so funny. She's my favorite patient. She's she's number one. She's the time of her life. Every time she presses the button, they come running because they want to be with running. Jill. 
Yep, everyone's running. And if you think she's got a great laugh before the drugs, after, it's a slam and a half. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. The only thing better than regular Jill is drugged up Jill. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my God, Jill. And you know what? We uh, we are with you in that hospital. And we are supporting you and we are holding your hand. And I please know you are not alone. We're so thrilled that it was able to make you smile because you know what? You're the type of person that just spreads smiles everywhere you go, even a drive through. Okay. Even, even when a you drive order through. a, a drive through. You know, she's like, I'll take a number three. And the person, you just lift everyone's mm-hmm. spirits. Mm-hmm. And that's why, Jill, we love you and we love all of you guys. Yeah. So thank you so much, as always, to everyone. If you don't already and you want some more, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash middle children. Okay. Yeah. Join the Facebook group, Stuck in the Middle on Facebook. Follow the Instagram, Middle Children Podcast. Uh, you know, follow me, Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Follow Jesse, Jesse Jollis. Okay, two L's, one E, one S. Thank you. Okay, and we love you. Your icons. Live your life like an oldest. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd.
It's the embarrassing story.